to another special Cellar Dive episode of... Brutal Battle. Yes, I believe this is our third Cellar Dive episode. Um, we did one not that long ago, not that many episodes back, um, but you know what? We do what we want. We do yeah. what we want. Um, I personally have a really good time with these because we're trying cellar beers, and I would think you're happy about these because we're working beers down from the cellar. We've been doing really bad lately, though, because we keep buying a lot of beer. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot, but we have still bought some beer. One of my things is I've been purchasing beer again because we don't have any, like, light stuff or hoppy hoppy stuff stuff, just available. So I've been getting, like, mainly hoppy stuff and, like, saisons and stuff like that just because we typically don't have that and you can't age it. So, you know, plus it's, you know, sunny days, you know, hotter temperatures. That's what you want during that time. I don't want Imperial Stouts all summer, like strong ales or barrel-aged stuff or, you know, so. But another reason that I wanted to do another cellar dive episode so early on is that I feel like the last one kind of left a bad taste in our mouth, except for the older pro by Union. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the add-on, though. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Although, I will say that I said it, I liked it, and it was good during the episode, but I felt I feel like I undersold it. The Das Wunderkind uh, oh. Saison by Jester King, as that thing warmed up, it got like better and better and better. And as I just drank it throughout the night, it's a nice beer. It is a nice beer. So just that and the older pro by Union were good for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, these are cellar beers. Like all of them sh- should be I good. Know. So hopefully okay. this will rectify the situation for us. Um and like last time, you picked two cellar beers, I picked two cellar beers, and two of them are cork and caged, so... I'm already really nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's making Rebecca nervous, because if you didn't listen to the Stone Brewing Showcase episode, go back and listen to it, because we had a beer explode on that, and it was a mess, and this is why Rebecca's always nervous about cork and caged beers, because that can happen. It can become a mess. So anyway, we're going to get into this. Going straight to the first one. So the first one is one of my picks, um, and it's from Blackberry Farm Brewery, and they're out of Tennessee. Let me see on the bottle if it says specifically. I'm sure it does. Uh, Walland, Tennessee. Now, this is a brewery that we had heard a decent amount about when we were in um, North Carolina. A few people have been like, oh, man, you really got to try stuff by Blackberry Farm. Blackberry Farm's great. So I guess... um, North Carolina's not that far from Tennessee, really, so this was relatively close, so they could get distribution. Well, we don't get it where we are. We weren't, we didn't try any while we were down there, and a few, bunch of months back when I was shopping online for, um, through Craft Beer Temple, Chris Quinn's online store, uh, I saw that he had some Blackberry Farms beers, so I was like, oh, sweet, this is a perfect opportunity, I'm already purchasing some beers, so let me just get a Blackberry Farms one. So I got this one. This is their Blackberry Rye. So there's a lot that goes into this particular beer. Um, It is a uh, Saison that's done with barley and also some rye. And it is, uh, the yeast strain that they use is a um, wild yeast strain that they harvest off their honeysuckle blossoms that are on their over 9,000 acre farm. Literally it is a farm. Um, 
and then they ferment it out, then they ferment it a second time with blackberries added, and then they age it in a um, Tennessee whiskey barrel. So I'm really interested in trying this. I know. Of the four beers, this is the one I'm most excited about because I feel like it has a ton of potential and... There, there just could be a lot of interesting stuff going on. Well, we drove through Tennessee when we went to Asheville. All right, here we go. Oh, gosh. Okay, so far so good. It didn't explode. There's Blackberry Farm up. is, like, fancy. Oh, you were looking up stuff about yeah. it when we were driving. So And I was like, we could never afford to stay there, I feel like. Yeah, like they, they have, have, like, a, a really, hotel and everything. It's, like, a, I think a fancy B&B, and there's a really, like, fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, I can't say never. When we hit all that money, that podcasting money. Yeah. <laughs> like, and everyone's like, oh, you do a craft beer podcast? I'm like, it's just an expensive hobby. Yeah, there's no, there's no money to be earned here. We get free beer every now and then, which is nice. Uh, so the color, it kind of looks like it would be an IPA, potentially. Yeah. It's like very orange, a little yellowish to the orange. Really clear. Yep. There might be a bunch of sediment at the bottom, though, potentially. And a lot of bubbles. Yeah, it's got a decent head to it. Very fine bubbles on the top. Let's start smelling. So it's, when you were pouring, I don't know if it was just in my head, but I got like a strong whiff of blackberry. Really? But now I am not getting I it don't... on the nose. What I mainly smell on this... Is saison yeast funkiness? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. It's it's a wild yeast actually, but it smells saison like the saison style. You get a little bit of a banana y quality in there. Very very faint though, but plenty of funk. I mean, there's a decent kind of Brett style funky, and a little hit of like a lemony sour tartness yeah. on the end. I don't yeah. smell barrel character. Do you? No. Or I'm blackberries. Not- no, I feel like every once in a while I'm getting a sniff of like a little bit of a fruit, but I don't think yeah. I can pick out blackberry. I totally agree with that. If we didn't know that there were blackberries in this, we'd definitely be like, there's something there's else. There's like a little, yeah, but it's yeah. not really that noticeable. Although it might become more noticeable as it warms up even more. Oh, wow. It's really... Smooth. There's a lot of layers of flavor in this. Yeah. Mm. So what do you get? I feel the first sip was like all kinds of like all over the it's place. Confusing. Yeah. The second sip, I got a lot of the fruit though. Fruit forward for sure. Yeah. There's there's a decent amount of the blackberry in there. Although, once again, I don't know if I'd be able to pick it yeah. out as Blackberry I, yeah. if I didn't know. Um, I feel like I get a really quick, like, lemony tart hit okay. with my initial sip, like, immediately. Uh, I feel like the funkiness sustains throughout. Yeah, but it's not as funky as I thought it was going to be based yeah. on the nose. Like, for me, mm-hmm. it's like a little bit of the fruit, then I'm getting some of the barrel characteristics with a little funkiness throughout. Yeah, there is... Oh, on the finish is where that spirit, where the whiskey aspect is coming on. And it's like, it's a combination of the high ABV taste that you'll get from it, of knowing this is some sort of spirit that's in here. Uh, But also there's a little bit of like a peat, 
like a peatiness that you can get from scotches, whiskey, stuff like that. Um, so there's a little bit of peatiness on the end. This is good. This is a really complex beer. And by the way, I don't think I said what the ABV was. It's 6.3%. Oh. So yeah, I didn't think it'd be crazy. But. Not normally like my go-to style of beer, but I can appreciate it and I'll, I'll drink it. It's easy. It is for what it is. Yeah. I'm it, looking up Blackberry Farms. It's stuff. funky. It's it's tart. It's kind of juicy. It's got that spirit barrel finish. And actually, as I keep sipping it, I feel like I get a little bit of a woody character on the finish as well that's probably coming from the barrel. Mm. So I believe this is our first ever Blackberry Farm. I just like the name. And it's good. It's tasty. Okay. I'm yeah. just going to pretend like we're going to... Oh, no. What? You have to stay two nights. For Blackberry Farm? Yeah. What's the price? Well, I'm gonna. I'm just putting in two random dates. Do you want to slug your beer real quick? What's what do you have oh, left? Sorry. And I'll rinse while you do your search. This is nice. I'm okay. a fan. I'm gonna enjoy this. Yeah, finish. it's like a thousand dollars a night. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Jesus, <laughs> that's a little much. That's a little much. This one's nine thousand. This is a five-bedroom garden house. Nine thousand dollars a night. Just okay. go on the website and, and drool over the stuff that yeah. most of us will never. Well, at least we can get a taste of what rich people get. <laughs> the I mean, beer coming looks, out of there. It looks really beautiful. That's a picture of oh like the gosh. cheapest room. Yeah. I'll say. It's, yeah, it's just like beautiful cottage. There's a cottage suite. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, okay. We'll, we'll just drink your beer. <laughs> yeah, we'll just drink your beer. We'll pretend that we're there, I guess. Uh, our house looks nowhere near what your accommodations yeah. look like, but... We're slumming it. We can close our eyes and try and, you know, pretend. So our next beer was your pick. Oh, it's such a good beer. Well, this one, I think, has been in there for a little bit, so if you huh? can find a date... I don't think it's really going to affect it so much, okay. but... Because of the style, but go ahead and break down what do we have. Oh. It's Morning Wood. It's Oak Age Coffee Amber by Local, Local Option. But I believe it is Contract Brewed in Maryland by Pub Dog out of Westminster, Maryland. Yep. Yes. And they do all of Local Option stuff. But Local Option's um, out of Chicago, Illinois. Okay, and they use Dark Matter Coffee, and it is 7.3% ABV. Is there a date? Do you see any date anywhere? There might not be. No. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I don't see any. All right. Well, when I, this might be, I don't know, could be upwards of two years old. That old? I forgot that was in there. I feel like. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Oh no. It's starting to. Oh, no, it stopped. It's good. Okay. Shoot. It did start to bubble up, up a little bit, but a little bit away from the top, it just stopped. <laughs> This was a beer I introduced some of my friends to who aren't really, or they're kind of into craft beer, but they like mm-hmm. ambers. You know, I feel like it's a good. Real sweet, malty. Yeah, easy. easy to drink. And I introduced them to this and they loved it. Yeah, I kind of feel like this is a beer that can please everyone. Yeah, you know? there's a lot. Yeah, there's People a lot. who aren't huge into craft beer and aggressive styles and people who are because you can appreciate 
just like the coffee and the mm-hmm. oak typically just make yeah. this thing. But so. like I said, this may be about two years <sighs> old or so. So I don't know. The coffee could have uh, faded significantly. So anyway, it's reddish, reddish orange, clear. Oh, mine's a little hazy. Yeah, it's kind of hazy. Yours is hazier than mine. Yeah, mine is hazier than yours. Yeah, but a brownish, orangish. Well, I'm holding mine up to the window, so I guess that's why mine also looks a little more clear because the light's coming through. Um, The bubbles are large Mm -hmm. on top, and there's not a ton of them. (sighs) It just smells like sweet caramel coffee. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With a lot of woody oak in there. Oh, it smells so good. I would actually, I feel like there's a lot of oak to it. And honey. It's a lot of honey. But like raw honey, you know? Nothing processed. Hmm. Mm. Coffee's still good in that. Wow, okay. It's been a, oh gosh, it's been almost two years since the last time I've had this beer. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember what it was like, but I'm enjoying this. I like it. So I think what the age has done with this, I think it has more of a honey note to it than it typically does. I was going to say, it's a little sweeter than I remember. Yeah. Uh, the coffee, I think, was typically a bit stronger, too. But the coffee's still, for potentially being two years old, the coffee's still pretty it's, significant. It's, it's definitely present. Oh, and there's so much oakiness throughout. It's, it's just a good, easy-drinking beer. Sweet, caramelly, oaky, little vanilla-ish going along with yeah. that coffee, that coffee... The bitterness, roastiness of the coffee mainly hits on the very end. And it's just a nice thing to have lingering on your Mm -hmm. tongue. This is such a nice beer. This is such a nice beer. And local option. And pub dog, too, because they're executing the recipe. But Yeah. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm a fan. And actually, it makes me want to try more Local local option stuff because I think this is it. I don't, I don't think I've had any other local option stuff. I know that we do have a few other ones available in our market. I think I've only seen like three total, counting morning wood. But I think we need to look into some more. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. if it's quality-wise anywhere close to what this morning wood is, it's going to be awesome. All right, moving yeah. on to the third one. So this this is a... A truly a beer that screams cellar dive episode and kind of why I chose it. So it's Sanctification, which is a sour blonde ale that's done by Russian River out of California. Um, huge name, a uh, very highly respected name. Uh, 6.75% alcohol by volume, and it's a sour blonde that's done with 100% Britannomyces. So there's going to be some funk to it. I'm really not hoping... My thing, not my thing. If any of these beers were going to have an explosion issue, this would probably be the one. Uh, I've had it for a little bit. Is there a date on this one? I don't, oh, there is, actually. This one is from 2014. January of 2014. So this is a three-year-old bottle right here. Do you think you should just go ahead and do it over the sink? Nope. Carlin. I live dangerously, is what this is. So this one is courtesy of Danny Miller. Thank oh. you very much, Danny, uh, who lives in California, was able to procure this, along with some other Russian River. Very nice of her. 
And, yeah. Three-year-old sanctification. I've actually never had sanctification before, so it might not be much of a comparison. Come on. Okay, we're good. Totally good. Wow. Kind of surprised. I thought this one for sure. It's like we have PTSD. I know. I was just going to say, I never... Oh my gosh. I mean, how many bottles of beer have you opened with Cork and Cage? And I've always been like, nah. And now I'm like, oh my god. Because we had... We had a catastrophe that occurred. All right, so let's... Oh my gosh, this looks like piss. Oh, it's very yellow. A slight orangey tinge to it, but real yellow. No way, it's like... It's like for sure piss. Very clear. I mean... So filtered, so clear. Although, like I said, a lot with the um, Blackberry Farm one, a lot could just be sitting on the bottom of the bottle if there is any sediment. A um, little bit of a head. Not much. It's, I'm getting a lot of sweetness on the nose. There is. There's a funk to it. But for having been done with 100% Britannomyces, there's not a it's ton of very, funk. Yeah, it's subtle. There's like a sweet lemon. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna say lemon. It's like there's lemon, but it's sweet. Yeah, slight bit of tartness carrying throughout the nose, but sweetness too. Maybe a little bit of honey underneath the other notes that we already described. Yeah, it's like um like lemonade, like sweet. Yeah, there's a little lemonade-ish on the nose. Mm, okay. And um, this is the thing, like, sanctification and a lot of the sours for Russian River are more on the simplistic side because they were kind of the, like, early on pioneers of doing sour beers. So their stuff's a bit simplistic. It's tart. I'm puckering. I'm making a sour face. Ooh. That really builds on the sides of your tongue. See, this is... See, this is fun. I like this because I like sour stuff. And this is decently sour. Very drying for that reason. Tons of, like, tart lemon. Um, it is. Actually, it's beyond tart. It's sour oh, lemon. Yeah. That's not just, yeah. What's fun about this is when I take a sip, it hits the center of my tongue. The flavor and tartness and a sourness hits the center of my tongue. And then just, like spreads outward to then, to the sides. Yeah. And it's just like a cool feeling and effect of flavor. Ooh. Mm. I can see why people like this. Not my get, thing. You get I can a appreciate little, it. It's... You get a little bit of that funk at the end from the bread, but just like the nose, it's not a ton Mm-mm. in there. Uh, it's mainly sour. And it's a lot of lemon. It's like if you put a sour lemon warhead... On your tongue. But sweeter than that. Because I feel like, okay. I feel like they're sweet at first because there's like. No, not at first. They're sweet after the sour because the sour coating is on the outside of the candy. Yeah. So then you get to the Well, it's like, do that in reverse. reverse. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's fun too with these because the sourness starts low and builds. Just like you were saying, like it's a bit sweet at first and then it just builds and it's become sour. So it just like builds, and for me, it kind of takes me just a few notches below my threshold of sour, and then backs back down. See, I it, I love it. This, I don't. I like sour stuff. I just don't want to like drink it. Yeah, you don't want to drink a ton. I mean, it do it does produce like extra phlegm and all that, but you know, that's always appealing. Mm-hmm. 
you don't want to drink like a ton of sours and then try and kiss your spouse or whoever yeah, you're trying to impress. I like really this. sexy when I drink this beer. I produce <laughs> a lot of phlegm. Well, I mean that just happens to people with sour beers. It's a fact of life. I will say thus far, this is the best seller dive. Not a good pickup line. What? This beer. The phlegm. Yeah, this beer makes me produce a lot of phlegm. Well, I mean, I don't think you would tell anyone that if you were actually interested in that. Well, I'm just telling the listeners. <laughs> if you were confused. Listeners, I'm not interested in you. I'm not trying to score with you guys. That's why I'm being honest and telling you about my phlegm. Yeah. It's free dating advice. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. It's not... You know, a lot of people nowadays are looking for a lot more complexity with sour beers. They're looking for, like, fruit added or some additional barrel aging, like some sort of wine or spirit or whatever. This is more of a straight-up deal. And it's good. I I mean, it's very good. You just have to be okay with just a few notes. And it's a few notes, but it's nice. It's very nice. Blends well. And about three years old, I mean, it's still an excellent beer. Final beer now. Gosh. Rebecca's Choice. The big dog coming out here. Yeah, we'll see. Well, because, like, everything in the cellar is, like, 12, 14. 20. <laughs> and, like, we can't drink that if we're drinking more than one plus yeah. just the two of us. So That's, This is true. Okay. So this one's only 10.5%. But the biggest of these. Yeah. It's Founder's Lizard of Cause. It's an imperial stout brewed with blueberries chocolate and vanilla aged in bourbon barrels yeah so lizard this lizard of cosbeer is one that i famously got away with getting because rebecca has it was explained. quote for rebecca right this was during the beer buying restriction and, and he, i bought it and i was like but it was for you it's not for yeah. me but look it's for the podcast mm-hmm. and, and it was your choice so it was you because you said it was my beer yeah, I know, and I never touched it, did I? So you chose to bring it on to the episode. Get pouring. <laughs> Let's see. I'm assuming that when I pour this, it'll be pretty thick. Eh, doesn't look as thick as I thought it would. Still thick. Oh, it has like a nice creamy head that I love. Yeah, pretty dark. There you are, ma'am. Okay. Well, it's dark. You can't see through it. Nope. Um, so my first whiff smells like dog food. <laughs> That's not good. I don't... Okay, my first whiff <laughs> does not smell like dog food. Although, surprisingly enough, I can pick out some blueberry in the no, nose. That's bullshit. That's only because I know it's there. I probably wouldn't get it otherwise. Yeah. If you smelled this on the podcast blind... There's no way you would pick out the blueberry. No. So as I keep smelling it, I had gotten a little bit of the blueberry, but I get a decent amount of bourbon. I get that like sweet carameliness from bourbon. I get a little bit of a vanilla-y. It smells like a chewy dog treat to me, like the bacon. Like the dogs that are on the oh, commercials. <laughs> like they're begging for the, the bacon. The strips? Yes, the okay. bacon strips. Okay. I don't smell anything that smells like dog food, so I don't know what's going on, either with your glass or your nose. (laughs) 
Nope, yours smells like it too to me. Okay. I don't know what's doing that it's for something, you. It, like, the, it's the mixture of the chocolate. And the blueberry, maybe? I'm, I don't know. Because I'm definitely getting, like, chocolate and a little yeah. bit of malt characteristics. Okay. But for like some reason. Like malt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason in my nose, it, it just smells like dog food. I think I, it's that addition of blueberry. That makes it smell like dog food? Yeah. I think Because it's weird. Like, it's something that's typically not going with these smells. And I think that's just kind of distorting it for you. But. It's just really off-putting. There's a lot to smell in this. Like I was saying, I'm, I get a lot of that bourbon character. I get like a vanilla, like a caramel. I get some woodiness from the bourbon. It smells sweet because of that. I get a lot of the chocolate. I bet if you put it outside, the local dogs would like it. The chocolate, <laughs> probably not, but the chocolate's kind of cocoa-y. Wilfie from next door would lap this up. <laughs> okay, that's sounds yeah, I, good. I don't, it's making me feel nauseous. Okay. I get a tad bit of a coffee note on it as well. Like a roasty coffee. Oh. oh my gosh. It was like so chocolatey. It's but like a... chocolate syrup chocolatey. Like mm-hmm. kind of artificial. Like I don't really care for this. So it's interesting because the blueberry. Okay. So what I mainly taste, I don't really taste much of the bourbon initially. What I mainly taste is just chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. And it is kind of like a chocolate syrup type deal, but encrusted all the way through your your um, experience with it with like a blueberry tartness. You get tartness? Yeah. I don't. I totally do from the blueberries. This beer mm-hmm. is just weird. It is kind of odd. Like... It's it's not working for me. Like nothing about this beer works. I love bourbon barrel aged beers. I'm not getting any bourbon. I am starting to the more that I drink because I'm my palate's acclimated to the tart blueberry aspect and the intensity of that chocolate note, and so I'm able to kind of get a little bit further down, and I get a little bit of that uh, spirit character. It's coming off mainly as just like a little bit of the um, of the uh, astringency from okay. from the actual like higher ABV. I could see that, but a slight caramelly note. But yeah, the the chocolate is just, in my opinion, it just is like artificial. Like not, I don't like it at all. If you keep sipping though, it starts to mellow out. I hear what you're saying, but it does start to mellow out. But yes, the chocolate is coming off as kind of manufactured. Yeah, I'll be, you know, I would be interested to see, as this warms up, I'll be interested to see. How it develops further. Yeah, but right yeah. now I would dump it, to be honest. The blue, the blueberry and the chocolate together are the two main things that stand out. And I don't think it works as well as I want it to. Not even close to as well as I want it to. No, I don't. Because it who, doesn't work at all. Because do people really want, like, tart chocolate? I mean, I don't personally. But, I mean, some people do like that. So this could be for some people. Um, When I think of chocolate and fruit, I think I'm more okay with, like, strawberry. With chocolate. Things that are not as tart. Although, honestly, blueberry a lot of the time is more mellow if it's more ripe. Yeah. This tastes more like younger blueberries that have mm-hmm. that tartness to them. 
that people don't want to eat. So, like you get a blueberry yeah. like that and you're like, ugh. Yeah. So maybe if it was more of a riper blueberry flavor, it would, you know, kind of fold in there a little bit easier. I feel like it's kind of trying to fight the the rest of the flavors. Yeah, it just it's not working for me. I don't hate it. It's weird to me. That's how it's coming off to me. I, I don't I don't hate it, um, but I don't quite really enjoy it because it's just odd. That's how yeah. it, that's how it is. Okay. So um, the first three I thought were really good, though. Mm-hmm. This one's just kind of, yeah, not bad. So, this okay. is still the best episode, in my opinion. Oh, God. This is such a hard... Is it? It's not hard at all for me. This is a hard ranking for me. I'm going to do it in the order we tasted. So, the Blackberry Rye by Blackberry Farms, mm-hmm. then the Morning Wood by Local Options slash Pub Dog, then the Russian River Sanctification... And then the Founders. Then the Founders Lizard of Cause. Well, Founders Lizard of Cause is by far my last. Like, yeah. Easily my last. But those top three, like, they're all really good. Ah, it's so hard. Um, I wish you would have had a Morningwood Fresh. Yeah. Because I may have ranked that number one. Um, but the black, and again, the Black Rye Rye isn't my, like, go-to style, but it is such a is. well- crafted beer for what it is yeah oh yeah you, you so know that. for that i have to yeah, it's number one um i think i'm gonna agree with you i really do think that blackberry rye by blackberry farms brewery blackberry farm brewery sorry there's no s in the farm um yeah that's got to be my number one really good there's a lot going on yeah it folds together i feel like it's fun it's fruity well. it's has depth um, but it's light at the same time yeah, you know what? The Morning Wood, number two. I mean, who doesn't it's like... It's impressive. Who doesn't like a Morning Wood? Exactly. Who doesn't? And every guy gets it, so, you know. <laughs> um, and then the Sanctification by Russian River, and then the Lizard of Cause last. But, the sanct- like, those top three are so close for me. Okay. But, why I gave that slight edge to the Morning Wood over the Sanctification is... Brown ale is hard to make good. Oh, it's an amber. I'm sorry. You know, it's almost the same thing. Oh, okay. I mean, it is the same thing, I think. I Ambers don't know. and browns. Oh, no, that's ambers and reds. I'm ambers sorry. And, okay. Ambers and reds are the same. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, amber ales, it's hard to make them awesome. Yeah, well, I just, I, I mean, I like it because you're taking kind of a standard style and really putting a different twist on it that can really be enjoyed by the masses yeah no i totally agree it it is such a great beer for everyone like truly for everyone and that's yeah the achievement that is morning wood is outstanding i just don't think it's as good as that blackberry rye that blackberry rye is (sighs) makes me want to stay in a luxurious hotel room (laughs) And drink all the beers that Gosh, they make. I feel like I... I mean, I guess if you have a lot of money, you can justify that. But sure. I feel like I would cry. If cry I, spending that money? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... Unless you have a crap ton, then it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, right, right, then right. Then you're probably like, oh, whatever. So, I did... I finished out what was in my glass of that Lizard of Cause. And I, I do think as you keep going and keep going and keep going... 
your palate starts to make a little more sense of the beer. And, but it, I mean, it is still kind of odd, but it starts to take the intensity of a lot of those flavors down. Like the blueberry and the chocolate starts to get a little more mild. So it gets better, but I'm still, I don't know. It's still for me just weird. But anyway, all right. So, what do you think? Was this for you? Are you still looking at pictures of these hotel rooms? Yeah, because this... <laughs> yeah. This tub is, like, ginormous. Maybe for our 10-year anniversary. <laughs> what? No. Are we going to be making disgusting amounts of money at that point? Do you have, like, a 10-year plan to up our salaries by, like, no, a I, ton? No, I feel like... Being married for 10 years, oh my gosh, you can get a rose petal turndown service. That sounds like a total waste of money. You want to know how much that is? $50. I'd rather have a hops turndown service. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a cheese and charcuterie plate for $75? What? Okay. Che- cheese and charcuterie plate sounds great. For $75, it sounds terrible. How about a bottle of red wine for $75? Well, I wouldn't do that either, but... Maybe a Jeez. bottle of, like, awesome-ass beer for 75 as a splurge, but... Well, I mean, cl- clearly this whole thing would be a splurge. Yeah, but it would add up to way too oh much. My Nobody listening should consider this as an option unless you have tons of money. That said, while you've been looking at that in the spirit of Blackberry Farm, I went back to this Blackberry yeah. rye. It's easy, and it's tasty, and I love it. Oh, here's information on the brewery. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll find something here. Since they were our favorite, why don't you go ahead and regale us with some oh, information. I, I hate this. Switch you, roles. You know what I hate? I hate when you have to put your birthday in. Just because you're looking at beer stuff? I hate that. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. And you know what else? I hate when you have to put the day, the month, and the year. Can't can I just put the year? Yeah. And who? that's not going to deter anybody because you can just make, mm. make shit up. Well, the I think the idea behind that is it's then putting the onus on that individual and it's, you know, oh. totally absolving the people putting the information on the internet of that. They're like, well, they told me they were old enough. Okay, they say they're a small brewery, but they're moving beer into other markets. Uh, Maryland, please. Um, I will buy this. I will definitely buy this. Oh, they have a beer dinner. I think they do a lot of farmhouse ales, actually. Because I think I remember looking up their stuff and seeing a lot of farmhouse styles, um, which I'm totally down with. Like, a nice farmhouse. Awesome. Which, this Blackberry Rye, is farmhouse. Yeah, they do, like, um, a classic Saison, a winter Saison, fall Saison. They have a lot of Saisons. Nice. I love it. That's so great. That speaks to me. Fucking love Abby, Abby Triple, Abby, Abby Double, Abby Blonde, Abby Quad. Nice. Special releases. Do you see anything exceptionally cool? Farmhouse Red. All right. Well. Okay. I would just say people check it out. Check out the website if you. What is the website, by the way? Blackberryfarm.com. Okay. Well, that's easy. Super easy. Um, all right, well, we're going to go. Uh, I will say that when we're recording this, we're doing it right before a playoff hockey game, because you know we're hockey fans. So um, we like to set these episodes up before, you know, sporting events such as hockey, just so we can sip on some nice beers while we watch some hockey and 
<sighs> yeah. I don't think I had enough to eat today. Because I'm feeling this beer. This is why you <laughs> I'm need... feeling this. I learned my lesson. I ate dinner before we ate. It's that stupid lizard I mean, I cause. ate dinner before we recorded. Yeah, well, that's because... Are you feeling this beer no! as well? <laughs> I'm, my mind's just on Blackberry Farm. They have yeah. a Tennessee cream ale. Oh, I do like cream ales, too. A nicely done cream ale. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Um, if people have ideas for uh, episode formats that they want to hear or um, any particular beers that you want to hear um, on any of the episodes, you know, Mystery or Cellar or if you want us to showcase a certain brewery. Um, so basically, ideas. If you have any ideas, go ahead and hit us up. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Um, so I'll go into all the other stuff. You can check out our website, just BrutalBattle.com. You can get our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, as well as the website itself. If you want back episodes just to see how terrible this podcast was in the beginning, in the single-digit episodes, because it was bad, (laughs) um, you can go to archive.org and just search Brutal Battle through archive.org, and you can get everything, everything, everything. Because unlike iTunes, it cycles off. I don't know about the other podcasts, I think so. Or the other podcast um, distributors. I think those cycle off as well. But um, there's that. There's Twitter. Um, I'm at Brutal Battle. I'm Carlin at Brutal Battle. Uh, there is Facebook. There's a Facebook. Just look for Brutal Battle on the Facebook page. I do YouTube videos here and there. It's not super consistent, but uh, just beer reviews of beers I'm drinking in our off time from the podcast. Uh, and that's called Brutal Battle Beer Break, so you can search that and find it. I also do some unboxing videos if you're into that, uh, mainly for horror-related stuff, because I love horror stuff. I probably never even said that on this podcast before, but yeah, I love horror movies and horror culture and all that. But um, am I missing anything? Untapped. Uh, I am Carlin Cook on Untapped, C-A-R-L-I-N, last name C-O-O-K, or you can just search Carlton Malibu, all one word, C-A-R-L-T-O-N-M-A-L-I-B-U. You are Rebecca C, right? Yep. And, yeah, we're usually checking in the same stuff. Although, you've been slacking lately in your check-ins. I am awful with checking in. <laughs> and then when you start, you'll have these days when you try to catch up. Yeah, I like And you check in just, like, way too many beers in the same day. So yeah. when you see Rebecca checking into, like, 15 beers in one day... She's not drinking those beers that day. She's actually typically drinking none that day. I'm just like, what has Carlin had? Oh, yeah, I've had that. I've had that. It's ter- it's bad to do that because then I'm like, ah, I, I like this, I think. It, make, it makes it look like you're probably blackout drunk at your house to people on Untapped. Just saying. Don't worry. I never am. <laughs> That's true. She never is. Anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening to this. Like I said, hit us up. Brutal Battle Podcast at gmail.com any ideas but thank you so much for listening thank you for being a awesome fan base because we appreciate you and hopefully we'll uh catch you on the next episode until then keep it brutal This has been 
a Nerd Circle podcast production. 